The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? Oh, yeah, I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Oh, that sounds good, D Love. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like your enthusiasm today. Mm. Yes. Are you feeling frustrated when it comes to love and sex in your life? Mm, Not love. Sometimes sex. Yeah. Not enough time. Have you had difficulty getting the quality and quantity of sex you desire and feel only more questions about sex rise to the surface as you delve into learning more? Quantity. Yes. Allow the frustration to melt away as I answer questions about love and sex today. While the questions may not be yours specifically, the advice I give may be exactly what you need to hear. I'll be sharing tips, tools, and techniques from a body-based perspective that gets results. If you need advice, are curious about having a better sex life, or you just love listening to people's stories about love and sex, then be sure to listen in as D-Love and I go into town answering questions. Into town? I go, mean, I go mean, to town. Go to town. <laughs> Chatting We're going to go into town on this, people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Always entertaining. Yes. <laughs> but first, it's disclaimer time. Oh, is that like Mission Impossible? I'm mixing some things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've been singing with uh, our son lately. All right. Disclaimer time. The content presented on this show is for informational purposes only. The following information has not been evaluated by the U.S. FDA. The information and the products discussed on this show are not in any way medical advice. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease, disorder, or disability. Action should not be taken based solely on this informational content. Before making changes to your diet and lifestyle, please consult your physician or naturopathic doctor. Using this informational content without first consulting your health professional is your right as a human being, and my guests and I assume no responsibility. Please do not apply the ideas and suggestions that you hear on the show if you are not willing to assume this risk. Do it. Do it. All right. So, question one. Give me information all about sex. How to make men love me? How to keep, how to keep married? In all, thanks. Jeez. <laughs> well, there's a few novels we'll have to write to put that. Yes, do you love? I, I picked this question because I knew you'd have a lot to say about how to make men love me. How to keep married? In all. <laughs> <laughs> Could we be a little more broad? <laughs> well, and I also think this this question of like make men love me and keep married. 
Wow. You know, so, so not to like, we're not making fun of you, questioner. What I'm seeing here is this idea that you're making someone love you mm-hmm. and staying married. Like you're setting yourself up instantly for failure. Yeah. Well, yes. The making someone love you. Well, we, I think we would reverse this equation probably right off the bat. Let mm-hmm. me see if I'm right with somewhere you would go with this, which is uh, the, the act of love. Love is an action, not a passive experience. And love, I mean, you have the feelings of love and they can come over you and overwhelm you. And I might reverse how you're framing that and say, how can you be, how can you love someone fully and bring yourself fully to a relationship? And then allow the relationship to tell both of you if it's something that you want to continue and reinvest in on a day-to-day recurring basis. Mm-hmm. And then you may choose to move into formalizing that and doing something like getting married. Or you may just have a relationship that's amazing. You know, you may get married and have a relationship that goes on till death do you part. Or you may have a relationship where you never get married and you still go on till death do you part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I would say here first of all, it's very difficult to make someone love you, mm-hmm. and as soon as you go into I'm going to make you love me, I'm going to make men love me. All your power is gone. Yes. Um, well, you've lost your power, and you're cha- it's like it's like chasing something that that will. I'm never- going to go catch that wind over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> as opposed to being the best human being that you can be. As opposed to, you know, it's like, it's like being sugar. Sugar doesn't make people eat it. Mm-hmm. People eat it because they get addicted to the sugar because it tastes so good it is so sweet. Right, right. You know, it, it's like be the honey. Be the honey that attracts the bees as mm. opposed to making the bees come. I mean, can you imagine if, if flowers were like making bees come to them? Or, or the bee was like trying to make the flower come to them. Exactly. Like, I'm over here, I'm buzzing, hey, make, <laughs> come over here, give me your pollen. Right. But the flower does things to make itself beautiful and sweet and amazing mm-hmm. so that the bee comes. And the and bee's it, got the wings to fly over there and, you know, pick the seed up, the pollen from one, take it to the other. and Right, yeah. right. So, um, I, would, I will give you some qualities that men like and, yeah. and things that you can do to attract men um things that you can do to be a better fully expressed person and to stay have longevity you know when you say to keep married um how do we keep longevity in our relationships so the first thing i do is um i say honesty and transparency a lot of people out there teach women to play games Mm -hmm. and i and i ultimately think they don't work for longevity the reason being is that you're being somebody that you're not to capture a man mm-hmm. again here we go with like i'm going to make you love me so i'm going to capture you by playing games and being somebody that i'm not as opposed to being authentic and transparent and i don't mean like okay first date you're going to tell him all about like your anal incontinence issues <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not how to go or about your abuse it. history your right it's like within time as you develop intimacy it's not laying all the intimacy out on the first date but it's also not like being somebody that you're not um, being really open. I cannot tell you, I get hit on all the time and it, it's not, you know, I mean, I've been 210 pounds. I've looked horrid, like literally like I'm coming from the gym, no makeup. I don't wear makeup much, but you know, 
not, you know, I, I, I'm in my sweats with sweat pouring off of me. Although D-Love would probably like that because he likes girls in sweats. But, mm-hmm. And I swear, I'm like, is there a pickup artist game going on today at Whole Foods? Because, <laughs> my gosh, you know, I can't, I can't even shop because so many men are, are, you know, hitting on me. And I think in a lot of them just say, you just seem so open. Mm-hmm. You just seem so open. And I think that this is like the biggest phenomenon that men really like yes. is a woman who is smiling who is making eye contact with them who is present with them now those are also uh manipulations are we about to go to break here i don't know i missed it okay um (laughs) the uh you know those those could be seen as manipulations this whole quality of openness i will second what jaya is saying and it's not something that is going to be effective again if you're taking it on as a way to manipulate someone so if you have all sorts of strict beliefs of how a relationship's supposed to go, how a man is supposed to behave, what your perfect partner is supposed to look like, do, and, um, you know, how they're supposed to breathe and not snore at night and all this kind <laughs> of stuff, you, that's, you're setting yourself up for some uh, big challenges in finding that partner who's going to feel received and seen by you. The, the phrase that I have feel really encapsulates great relationship is seek to see before being seen Mm -hmm. and be fully transparent so that you can be revealed to your partner, which is this whole transparent conversation between two people. And uh, the the path towards openness could be a whole growth path that one needs to take before they're even ready to actually be open to receive the person who's standing in front of them. What does that mean? To be open. Right. Yeah. I mean, like people are like, oh, you just have an energy. You just seem like you're so open. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then it's hard to like break that down. Well, how does someone who maybe feels like they're closed or, you know, maybe she's she's like, I am open. Mm-hmm. Maybe this questioner is like, I am open. I seem like I, I want men, you know, to like me. But yet there's this thing like I, I, this is a great question for my mom. Like, did my mom send me this one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because my mom has all these rules around men. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, he has to be between 30 and 35. Okay, well, that limits a lot. Right. Um, he has to not have da-da-da and not have DDD and not do XYZ and be blah-blah-blah. And I mean, literally, she could go on for an hour talking about it. And literally, there, there is no man. Right. And then she complains because she's lonely. But there is no man because she's not right. open to... An actual human being. Right. Yeah. She's open to an idea that has a lot of rules around it. So I'll tell you what's my experience with my relationship with Jaya that has been the ultimate and extraordinary relationship uh, builder, which is exactly what she's pointing to, which is this openness. And it doesn't mean that Jaya would accept any form of behavior that comes from me. She has. I'll voice my opinion about it if I don't like it. (laughs) She she has her. Uh, boundaries. She has places where she's not going to go with her partner. Like if I was out having unsafe sex with a whole bunch of people, you know, all the time, Jaya wouldn't be, she might be my friend, but she's not going to be having sex with me because that's not a place she's going to go. But in, even in making a choice to not be in a romantic relationship with me in that circumstance, what I don't get from Jaya is a sense that I am being judged for my own choices, 
She she may even say a phrase like, that's just freaking stupid, dude. But <laughs> <laughs> We try not to communicate that way. No. I, I may something, feel something like, I feel that right. that's maybe that's not the not best choice. The healthiest choice for you to be doing. <laughs> but... Um, the what where it takes where it takes me is into more of a place where I get to reveal who I am, where I feel like I, I can say something, reveal something about myself, and Jai is not going to judge me or my uh, my humanity or whatever. She's going to actually hear it and allow herself to get to know more mm-hmm. about me through those things mm-hmm. that make her uncomfortable. I think that openness also. I mean, you're asking first how to teach you much information about sex. And I think maybe you're ask, actually asking not so much just about love, but how do I seduce men? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I how do I have great sex techniques so men fall in love with me? You know, like he won't leave me because I give him such a great hand job. Right. <laughs> That's and there's a definitely an, definitely an art to that. And there is an art to that. And there are you know, I mean, there are definitely like learning better sex techniques. But again, I go back to openness, even sexually. It's about being open. And if you really want a guy to keep married to you, like you say, you know, I, I want a lasting thing, that eventually the fact that you give great blowjobs or hand jobs goes away because he needs somebody he can relate to. Mm-hmm. He needs somebody he can communicate to. So if you want longevity, it isn't just about the sex technique. I Believe me, I'm all for sex techniques. And listen to the rest of the show because I'm going to give some um, advice on having better sex and being being better at that. But... You can get a DVD on how to give a better hand job or read a book on that, redhottouch.com. <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to keeping that longevity, again, I think that, that that's what's really important there is that openness, open, open, openness, communication with one another, um, and, and dive in deep into what it takes to really be in a relationship. What are your rules? What are, what are the things that, where places where you can be more open and accepting and really see your partner? You can, All right. You can, you can keep a pet rock. You can't keep a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> more sex with Taya when we return. Got to go to break. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Say that you are 
tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Need to be a little juicier? <laughs> uh, I use aloe cadabra to stay juicy down there during sex. It's good stuff. Get it juiced up. What was that little lisp you just did there? What? It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Did I do a little l- lisp? <laughs> you did. Uh, okay. Well, maybe it won't help me with my lisp. But it's good for your body. It's natural as nature, and it's certified organic. Use alocadabra.com the website coupon code jaya for 20 percent off that's j-a-i-y-a for 20 percent off okay i'm answering lots of questions about sex love intimacy all that good stuff just giving some advice today second question i am 21 years old i have a great boyfriend and we've been together now for three years i really love him but i just seem not to be able to come at all I can't even do it by myself myself when he is there. It's like the press. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> like she's being observed. Um, I feel like if I don't come, I'm not good enough. At the same time, I'm scared that maybe this is just because we can never have orgasms together or he can't give it to me. We have tried almost everything, and I really wish we could have better sex more, and I could just come sometimes. What should we do? Thanks for your great videos. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, first of all, All right, I just watched this documentary called Orgasm, Inc., and it has me all fired up. Fired up. Totally fired up. Because what it says, you know, what's happening with the medicalization of female sexual stuff, they call it female sexual dysfunction, FSD, which I think is completely fabricated and made up. I'm very angry about this. (laughs) I'm getting angry. Um, Is that telling women there's something wrong with them if they're not having orgasms. And then, our, you know, our media also portrays, like, think about when you see movies. It's always like all this stuff happens, they're having sex, and they're both coming together. Well, that's not real. Like, that is not how it works. <laughs> it doesn't work where people are having these crazy, screaming, ecstatic orgasms together perfectly in time within like five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, just let go of this idea that you're broken or that something is wrong with you. You know, you, you're, you're talking, what did you, what did you, what were your words? I'm not good enough. Ugh. Because you are not having orgasms does not mean you are not good enough. Something else is going on here that may be just about lack of education. I would question. I would want to see, like, how are you guys having sex? You know, are you getting enough clitoral stimulation? What are you trying? What have you tried that hasn't worked? Um, and I go into learn about your anatomy. Slow down. How long are you spending in foreplay? Um, you know, you know, I'm looking at your just your question. So first of all, like let go of having orgasms together. Like just let go of that. It's again, it's this thing like things elude us when we chase them. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about in the first segment, like getting a man, keeping a man. Well, the more you chase him, the more he elude you. So mm-hmm. you know, just uh, stop chasing the orgasms. That's the second piece of advice is. Let go of coming together. Stop chasing the orgasm. We are completely an orgasm-centric, focused community. You know, everything is like five million steps to better orgasms. Do this technique tonight for hot orgasms. Well, like, let's just let go of it and enjoy actually being together Mm -hmm. and enjoy actually touching one another and Mm -hmm. connecting and breathing and 
so many other things. Bring, bring it into the body, bring it into the experience, bring it into the now, the present, and take time. Right. Third, it sounds like you have a little performance anxiety going on. You talk about, like, it feels like the press is in the room with you. <laughs> no one's going to have an orgasm if there are cameras and the press and everything watching you. Except Jaya. She can. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a little different. but <laughs> unless That'll give her an orgasm. Or you're, unless you're an exhibitionist. Um, and so it's hard when you have feel like you have pressure or something is wrong with you. Again, I want to go back. You are not broken. There is nothing wrong with you. Many women cannot have orgasms. As a matter of fact, most women cannot have orgasms through intercourse. So don't feel like because you're having intercourse, you should be having orgasms. Most women have orgasms from clitoral stimulation, either with a vibrator or manual stimulation with hands. So are you doing that? Or a tongue. Or tongue, yeah. Oral. Well, a, lot of, a lot of women, it's best with oral. Yeah, have you discovered that, D-Love? You yes. get a little like twinkle in your eye. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They like it. They like the oral. The good oral. Unless there's some hang-up. I mean, we have a yeah, question a about that women, a little later. Yeah. There's a question about women not being able to receive. So again, look at how are you receiving? Are you breathing? Are you holding your breath? Are you tensing your body? What's happening in your body? Um, you know, can you just let go into relaxing and not worrying about the orgasm? The more you worry about the orgasm, the less likely you are well, to have it. The letting go uh, has to do, goes to focus. Like, are you going into your thoughts of I'm not enough and oh, I'm not going to have the orgasm or uh, training yourself to continue to go into the touch, go into the experience that you're receiving from your partner and, you know, helping him guide him. Like what's feeling good share that's working. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. Know, we're afraid to communicate in the moment too. Like, Oh, it's going to disturb the romance or something. Jaya doesn't teach me much, but the few weeks ago she taught me one technique that she <laughs> uses, which is this thing of higher, faster, slower, uh, deeper, uh, lighter, where the as your you can ask your you can have your male partner you can do this for him first you can start asking him questions while you're mm-hmm. giving him a uh, or you know hand job or touching him how low job might be hard because you have yeah, a oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know it's that thing of checking in as you're doing something do you like this faster do it a little faster do you like it with more pressure do you like it with less pressure and the importance here are opposites so um just to be really clear it's it's deeper and you do it deeper Mm -hmm. then it's lighter and you do it lighter which one feels better here's faster do it faster here's slower go slower which one feels better? And it's about finding all of those little things that, that please you most and communicating about them. And they're going to be different on every day. So just because you find the thing that gives you an orgasm one day doesn't mean that that's going to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's elusive. I'd also look at, you know, not just looking at the physical, but looking at the biochemistry, which is maybe there's something going on in your biochemistry. You may want to have your hormones checked and just see, you know, if there's, there's anything there that um, could help. Um, and again, stay away from doctors telling you there's something wrong with you you know get get different support i take a holistic approach as opposed to a you have female sexual dysfunction you can't have an orgasm you're broken take this drug stop that Mm -hmm. no 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 (laughs) no educate yourself about your body educate yourself about your pleasure educate yourself about what feels good have your partner work with you communicate about sex these are the things that are going to get you there as opposed to taking some pill or drug They've proven that, that you know, stuff doesn't work. The pl- placebo porn works better than many of the creams and gels and stuff out there mm-hmm. for arousal for women. Also, I would say you know, there's a DVD that Jai has put out called Female Self-Pleasure. 
maybe you could check into knowing more about your own body. Maybe you haven't spent enough time. Like we think just because it's immediate. Uh, right, 10 immediate, minutes. Immediate gratification. I'm going to be able to get off in 10, 15 minutes. No. For most women, 45 minutes to even reach full engorgement, meaning full blood flow into their, pe- into their penis, <laughs> into their eruct- erectile network, into their whole erogenous parts. You know, I recommend the book uh, Women's Anatomy of Arousal by Sherry Winston. Really good book to learn about your body. She's been on the show several times. She so you has. Can check you can archive listen programs. Listen to archives, um, and you know, the, and go from there. You know, you learn about your body, spend time with your body, hours. I'm not talking 10, 15 minutes. I'm talking hours with your body. And if it takes you an hour to have an orgasm, so be it. That's that's actually normal. Like we have this question of what's normal. I'm not having an orgasm with my partner through intercourse coming together. Well, it's not normal to have an orgasm in ten, minutes in ten minutes through intercourse. That, a, that's like extraordinary. With a guy whose arousal pattern is probably trained on porn jerking off so his mama doesn't catch him for five minutes in right, the bathroom. Right, So, you know, I would go into all kinds of questions here. Are you, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would look at how you're making love. What are you guys doing? Because you say, people always say to me, I've tried everything. And then I ask them like two questions and they're like, no, I didn't try that. <laughs> so don't limit yourself. Um, okay. And it seems like you have my videos. So that will help. You know, do some do do a whole bunch of erotic massage before you start making love with your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, that that could be something to help too. Okay, I'm going to read this first question, and then we're going to answer it after break. This next question: I'm 42 year old female, raised in a house where sex was not ever talked about in the South. Well, we know this one. 24 year old. No, oh, no, I'm reading oh, this. Sorry, <laughs> do love. You're jumping ahead. Um, I've been married two times, one divorced, once widowed. I have three grown kids. My husband passed away 13 months ago. Sorry. I've never really had a great sex life. I enjoy sex. I'm in a new relationship. I'm white. He's black, also taboo in the South. He's a great lover and is very open about what he wants, likes, etc. when it comes to sex. He keeps telling me he knows I have a wild, kinky side to me, and he can't wait for me to turn loose and let go. I'm having a hard time having an orgasm, and I know it's due to my mental hang-ups. We've been together for three months, and no orgasm for me. I really want to turn loose and let go and enjoy sex and not have all the hang-ups that have been put in my head. Okay, so we have just a few minutes before break, so this will be a, we'll answer a little and then come back after break and answer some more. So first, you know, sort of like the 21-year-old who was talking to us about not being able to have an orgasm. It's interesting that, uh, you know, I would want to look at orgasmic history here, but never really having a great sex life. And then all the taboos of the South. So I myself have not grown up in the South, but D-Love, you've dated some women from the South. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a different thinking. Mm-hmm. It's, there are taboos around sexuality. Well, mm, there's a lot of religious uh, practice in the South. There's mm-hmm. a lot of connection to um, a negativity around sexuality. Just look at the stuff going on in the political discourse now about female contraception right. and you know women being forced to have ultrasounds if they're pregnant to shame them into not having an abortion and that that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so that stuff is particularly prevalent in the South. And so there's political, there's cultural, there's religious taboo mm-hmm. to overcome here. Right. Yeah. 
So I think it's, you know, and I have a whole lot to say. We have to do a show on this whole contraceptive ultrasound. What is going on with women's sexual health these days? Female sexual dysfunction. We're all broken. There's something wrong with us. Take these pills. Now we have, we can't get birth control. I mean, like, what, what is well, going sex on? Well, has, sex has been used culturally to control populations for thousands of years by religions and, and political organizations. Right. And that whole thing with Rush Limbaugh. So if we want to have sex, we're sluts. Yes. You know, I mean, like, so, so think about this. What, first thing, like, I, in, I invite you to indulge in all those thoughts. What are your thoughts? That's the first step. So as we take a break, I want everybody to think about what are all my thoughts that come up when I go to have sex that are like my parents, my church, my culture, the politicians, what are they all saying in my head when I go mm-hmm. to have sex? The stuff you've inherited, not yes. chosen. Okay, so write it down during break. Do, 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 do. <laughs> More sex with Jaya when we return. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Allocadabra. The first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Okay, D Love, do you have a list? Mm, what I, what has politics, church, culture, all that told you about sex? My story around that is all a bit different because not I'm sure a lot of people can relate to my end of things because I didn't grow up in a religious household and I grew up in the in Ohio. Uh, and mostly what I experienced around anything to do with sex was just a big old vacuum. Mm. And in that silence The I, genital hole. The genital hole. <laughs> the silence sort of spoke volumes and only opened the door to me learning 
about sex through media. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I picked up was this sort of thing of the perfect person, the perfect the objectification body. of women, objectification of women. And the first thing that I, the first sex I witnessed was a rape scene in a mm. porn movie. So, you know, that set my erotic map. You right. know, so I have attractions to bondage and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure it comes from the fact that that's was your first sexual experience right. or learning for, yeah. I mean, I'd seen some nude pictures and all that kind of stuff, uh, in, in playboy and all that. And, um, but, you know, I was reading about sexuality through the sort of um, taboo concepts of it. So mm-hmm. I would read the forum letters in Penthouse. And those are all, you know, anything from like the neighbor sleeping with the 13-year-old neighbor girl next door. Like stuff that's flat out illegal, you know. Right. And it's training, it was training my young mind to sort of go into the 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 taboo as sexual. So it created, I don't I don't even know if a lot of that stuff is necessarily um, unhealthy because it's not something that's not acted on, mm-hmm. but it did create a relationship where I'm not having a, I was not having a connection with well, the in person. Well, in your attraction to, to women, you tend to like women with smaller breasts, mm-hmm. um, women who have, you know, less hips, more of like a boy kind of like younger juvenile body yeah even though they're adult women right you know your your attraction is more to that so it's right. in, that's interesting i think too. there's there's a certain fear uh there was a certain fear of the really feminine voluptuous body partly because the media images usually are of like twiggy. hyper thin twiggy girls right. and they sort of sell that prepubescent right you know all the models are like 15 and not developed yet yeah or they're 25 and not developed. And, right. You know, and so. then you go to the other extreme, which is plastic, you know, boobs and all right. that kind of stuff. And this is why women are so messed up body image-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we're twiggy, we're wishing we had the big voluptuous body. We have the big voluptuous body. We're wishing we're twiggy anyway. I'm trying to have some empathy and sympathy for the men who, you know, they may not have a real handle on why the hell they're so messed up but mm-hmm. the men around here are messed up and they're looking they're they're looking for stuff that they don't really want because they've been trained that that's what they want. What and what success means? It means this hot woman on my arm who's mm-hmm. been photoshopped and her legs have been expanded and her face has been completely morphed and you know, this is also, she doesn't exist guys. Yeah, but this is centuries old. This is not just modern day media. There's from the earliest times, Greek, whatever, there's the, always been the ideal beauty concept. Right. And it also depends on wealth. Into. So, mm-hmm. you know, wealthy women could eat a long time ago. So that meant they were more voluptuous. More voluptuous. And today, w- wealthy women can afford trainers and plastic surgery. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So they can be really thin and never grow old. Right. Exactly. Um, okay. So I want to get back on track here with your question because I gave the exercise of writing down, you know, where what are the taboos that you have? Um, where are the hangups? I know D-Love was talking about his was unspoken in his life. But for me, I had the um, religious don't do it. Good girls don't. And I also had the sex is dangerous. Mm-hmm. If you have sex, you're going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Or I lived in an age with AIDS, you know, 42 and that maybe not so much that age. But like I grew I never grew up in a time no, where sex age, was that safe. That is the age. When I, I, AIDS hit New York, when I was living in New York, uh, really hard, that's when it was really, and nobody knew what was going on. Right. Like, they were How just, old were you? I was uh, 18. And 18. It, yeah. So, and so that was exactly the time she was coming into Coming into it. sexual age. So, right. so you know, like the, maybe the sex is dangerous, the taboo. I mean, just looking at all those things. So first look at them. Like, don't be afraid of the taboos. And then, you know, if you do have a wild, kinky side, 
I give you permission to explore that. There is nothing wrong as long as it's between consensual adults of age with exploring these things. I know, D-Love, you've judged your wild kinky, you know, your first experience at this erotic map. You have this BDSM thing. And I, I judged it. You know, look at your judgments. And then what feels safe? Like maybe first the first thing is playful restraint. And it just means you get a fluffy pair of handcuffs. Right. Well, also, like with this particular questioner, what when this guy says this phrase of your wild kinky side, have you asked him what do, what do you mean by that? Like what what is wild and kinky to you? And if he's looking for it to come out in you, maybe you could request that he bring it out in himself first. Like mm-hmm. you can reverse things. like with anal. I get a lot of guys who are like, I want to have anal sex with my wife, and I'm like, well, have you let her? give you any anal mm-hmm. and they're like hell no i'm not getting near that i'm like well then how can you <laughs> expect your wife to say yes she's like hell no mm-hmm. both of you are hell no because neither one of you is willing to give anything so you know if, if in oral sex too i have a lot of guys too who are like i want blowjobs for my wife but are you giving her any kind of lingus mm-hmm. no i'm not going down there well right. th- there's an issue here so it's about learning both to give and receive and maybe you learn that it's not his favorite thing to receive anal but at least he tried it, and at right. least he went there, and he sees what it's like on the other end. Um, you know that that's really important for you to feel safe. You got to make sure that that person can take care of you in that very vulnerable state. Right. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Would like to be able to relax and enjoy oral sex. Boyfriend is more than willing, but I cannot relax. I have no problem doing him. Is there more information on this subject in your book, Red Hot Touch? Um, there is a little bit of information on oral sex in my book, Red Hot Touch. However, I have a book coming out in January of 2013. I know that's a long time to wait. It's finished. And there's an entire chapter on releasing sexual shame around oral sex, as well as little sections on relaxing and sections for the guys to help their partner to relax more during oral sex. Because we have all these things that come up, you know tension that comes up especially around worrying like do i smell okay do i taste okay um it it seems like he's been down there for a long time i maybe i should give him some that's that one's mine i have a hard time like just like receiving receiving and being okay to trust that my partner is taking care of himself like i go into god his neck's got to be hurting by now Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow he's paying so much attention to me i need to pay some attention to him you know like those kinds of voices in my head instead of just enjoying and relaxing so focus on the sensation would be my first level of advice just focus on the sensation and don't let your thoughts run the show focus on your breath are you breathing are you holding your breath is there tension in your pelvic bowl maybe do some massage before if it's a physical tension do some massage before going there if it's a mental tension focus on sensation and focus on your breath um when you talk about the smell and taste thing Mm -hmm. um you, I don't think that you would recommend things like douches and uh, no. internal washes and no. stuff like that. Bromelain would be what I would recommend. It's a supplement you can take. It's an enzyme from papaya, from pineapple. Yeah. And uh, there's a product called Pineapple Express. You be can dietary that. stuff. And then yeah. you would also look into yeast issues Candida. and that kind of stuff. If, if there is actually any kind of issue going on. Um, also, what often happens, I can tell you from the men's perspective, is even if there is a little bit of musk or mustiness, from that, from like you've just recently taken off your clothes and underwear. And you've been at the gym sweating all day. Yeah, well, <laughs> you may just take a simple shower for right. that kind of thing. But, Modern day invention, showers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hygiene is always good, but uh, hyper hygiene can actually be unhealthy for you. 
in terms of the washes and genital, you know, douching and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, but the point I'm getting to is if everything's basically normal and your diet's good and all that, and the often that muskiness basically just disappears after 10, 15 seconds of starting to get lubricated and opening up. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, using your parts and then anything, anything that could have been perceived as negative goes away. Right. So you're saying that maybe when you initially go down on a woman, it takes 10 to 15 seconds and then that muskier, if there's a, there's a strong smell or taste, it mm-hmm. goes away. And a lot of women, I mean, a lot of men like it. Men, right. Maybe women too, you know, for the, for the by culture out there if um, i order fish i want it to taste like fish not that <laughs> vaginas are supposed to taste like fish it's just a line from the vagina monologues but oh yeah, yeah i always like that line because it's like you know you want it to taste like vagina not floral freesia right. or plumeria right. right and a lot of that stuff is just nasty like the perfumes like, <laughs> that's oh even nastier than the, than the taste but you also you know like this it just goes to the thing of like let's communicate with each other is your partner going to run away if you express, look, I'm a little uptight because I think sometimes maybe I might not smell so fresh down there. Mm-hmm. Let them in and, and ask them, so how is it for you? So that then they can just say, no, baby, you're awesome. Or right. maybe they do say, well, you know, some days it's a little, well, what can you do together about that? Maybe right. take a shower together. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Or bromelain or, you know, right. change some things in your diet. Mm-hmm. Like if you're smoking a lot of cigarettes and eating a lot of meat and not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. uh, you know, water really helps. Drink, 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 drink water. Get hydrated. Um, so, so again, around relaxing. These are the reasons why we maybe we can't relax is because we're worried about taste or smell. There's a taboo thing. You know, I was somebody wrote to me recently about um, they can't have oral sex because it's like against their religion. Mm. And I was like, wow. Pat, Pat Robertson was just talking about oral sex. Really? Yeah. It's like, I think he was saying that it's, it's against God or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, I mean, there's like, I, I had somebody read them to me on YouTube. This is disgusting. How can you talk about oral sex? It's so disgusting and horrible. It's like, okay, I, I, I don't know. I got a lot to say about that, but we have to go to break. <laughs> My site, sexisyou.com. Uh, sex um, and we'll have more sex with Jaya when we come back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. 
Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Looking for more great sex advice? You can visit my website, sexisyou.com. Check out my five stages of sexuality. You can learn, um, even if you're in resting and you're not having any sex at all, all the way to adventurous and transformative, where you're learning the what's more to sex. Sexisyou.com, lots of great advice, and most of it on there is no charge at all. It's completely free. I just have lots of free forums and articles and blogs and videos and all kinds of great stuff on the site. Okay, next question. This one is a really long one, so bear with us as we as we go through it. But I think that there's a lot for everybody to learn here um, as we are using more of these modern day things that this this is dealing with. Okay, I'm a 24 year old female. My boyfriend is 41, so there's a bit of an age difference there. We've been dating for five years. We met in a chat room on Adult Friend Finder, and we got to know each other long distance before becoming official boyfriend and girlfriend. We've now lived together for two years. I'm emailing you because ever since we got to the point in our relationship where we would alternate visiting each other in real life, our sexual part of our relationship has been rocky. So it sounds like they had a great sex life before they actually got together. And then once they started getting together more often and then moved in together, things started going downhill. Okay, so the first time they had sex, it was amazing. I always feel physically satisfied with him. But the first challenge... I encountered was that he would ask to go into adult friend finder while we're having sex so we can look at other women while we are having sex. I'm bisexual and sometimes he would tie that into it but especially despite logically knowing that this is not a comment on how much he likes me emotionally I would feel jealous and awkward and like I was competing for attention with these women. It got to the point that every time we had sex which started out three times a week he would ask to watch. Sometimes he would spend more time trying to find women he liked and then he would um it would break up the momentum. He would leave me on the bed for five minutes or more until he found someone he liked. Then I used vibrators. She was incorporating that. Sounds like um, he walked in on her and she got embarrassed. He, you know, he kind of got tweaked by the fact she was using vibrators. I told him how I felt this was important to him than to me, and he apologized, saying that sometimes he feels like he gets addicted to friend finder, friend finder, adult friend finder. Since the beginning of our sex life, he has not done it again. This mainly occurred while I was visiting him. Um, okay, thought something was wrong with me. Then I searched online about living together and guys wanting to have sex less and older men wanting sex less with younger women and found that it's not just me. Lots of women have shared this experience. That's true. Nobody talks about male libido going down as they get older. Um, okay, the solution said they either left, got therapy, or talked about it. So we've talked about it, not during actual sex. 
Um, I would tell him I've been waiting. I have a high sex drive. And as you see in here in the media, I would rub against uh, up against him, hug him more, give him more affection. I would sometimes try to stick out my butt while bending over. Okay, she's really working on it. She's telling me all the things here that she worked on. She said it worked like twice, but 90% of the time it didn't. And each time I got the courage up to try to kiss him, it didn't work. I lost self-confidence. I felt like I already sucked, and now I'm doing even worse. I would start feeling angry the longer and more frustrated I get. I started masturbating more. I felt jealous when we watched a movie and people had sex and the couples would be all touchy and feely. I would be sensitive from waiting so long. Um, I, I was mainly someone who would get simulated from voice or stories than porn and experiencing addiction to adult friend finally made me feel even worse. No sex turning into months would eventually start being intimate with myself, feeling awkward. Uh, okay, he found, he caught her. We already went through that. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, and moving positions all the time just felt weird. I felt awkward and weird. Since then, I haven't felt sexual interested in sex. I now feel very self-conscious, trying to avoid getting very physical, and that I'm not capable of having sex. I feel stressed when having sex by myself, let alone by, with my boyfriend. I just told him this today, and he said he was sorry I feel that way. That to him, I'm very beautiful, and he hugged me and kissed me for a very long time. At first, it was fine, but in the middle, I was thinking, now, what? This is, this is really weird. He asked me what we can do to make me feel better because this is something that involves both of us. I told him maybe trying to gain physical connection outside of sex again, like taking showers together like we used to, mo- no TV, checking in on the relationship, being more touchy-feely, but I really don't know, so I don't know what to do to get answers. I'm turning to you to hopefully get some suggestions outside of our sexual relationship. We have a great relationship. He works on himself to improve our life together, and so do I, and we share responsibility. Last year, we talked about marrying each other. And I want to, and he wants to. He brought it up, and so I'm hoping to get some advice so I'm not in a relationship that is good outside of being sexless. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. So, um, D-Love, the, the first place I'd start was with the adult friend finder, finder stuff and the addiction. And, um, you know, I try to stay away from the word addiction. Oh, my gosh. We only have four minutes to answer this question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, I'd say that first, first of all, making him wrong about it. Um, there's so much here. I'm having a hard time, like, articulating. My brain is spinning on all the different pieces of advice I want to give. But it's like it's like kind of like when he caught you masturbating and then he felt this whole thing come up and then you felt embarrassed or awkward about it. It's like using the adult friend finder sometimes can be okay. But making it all the time and making it less about your connection with one another, I can see where that really brought up a lot for you. Jealousy, feelings of inadequacy, feeling, you know, like like that's his turn on trajectory, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden you cut off his libido. Mm-hmm. You cut off his turn on trajectory because that was his pathway. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think might be important for him is to find what are some of his other turn on trajectories. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, rubbing up against him and kissing him and sticking your butt out isn't doing the trick. Um, and can you be okay with the fact that he needs f- visual stimulus? Yeah, it sounds also like he might be hooked into the variety thing. And this is one of the issues that's talked a lot about with the porn culture we have going on now, that men are rifling through new sexual experiences, essentially, with every time they go searching for a video. They got a new partner. 
they she looks different she acts different she you know ha, you know sucks his cock different or whatever but mm-hmm. it's all on video so that sounds like he might be a bit hooked in on that and it, it at first i was worried through all of this that you were with a partner who had no interest in self development or looking at his own issues but at the end you say that he does and um if you're able to speak openly about all this, I'd say start asking asking him to ask some of those questions himself. Mm-hmm. And what is it that turns him on about that? Mm-hmm. So what? it's not necessarily that he's getting on Adult Friend Finder. It's what is the root of what is attractive? Is it is it that thing? He needs variety. He needs the stimulus of other women. So maybe it's you dress up in wigs. Mm-hmm. Maybe you role play with him. Maybe there's something there that you can find out what is the at the root of the turn on that is the important thing, not so much the fact that it's adult friend finder that he's looking at other women. Um, and then I put your jealousy in check too. I mean, like I'd, I'd call you on that piece is just um, maybe that there's a place where you can gain more self confidence. And also with him, I then I'd put him in check with. It's okay for you to masturbate and use vibrators mm-hmm. and not to be threatened with that. Obviously, if he's not getting the job done, you got to get the job done because you're just going to end up angry and frustrated. And this is going to spell, believe me, I, I'm there. Like, I get so pissed. I, D-Love will tell you, if he doesn't have sex with me, I start getting grumpy, mm-hmm. grumpy, grumpy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is even with masturbating and vibrators because I have a high sex drive as well. I'd also look at his testosterone levels. Uh, you know, what's going on biochemically? Is he low in testosterone that maybe he needs some bioidentical testosterone to get his libido kickstarted again? Mutual but- self play. Like where you're sitting in the same room, you're playing with vibrators, he's playing with himself. Could be another mm-hmm. way. Yeah, even if he's looking at adult friend finder. And masturbating in the room with you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's uh, I. I'd like I'd like to see him bringing a bit more of his focus to presence with you, because uh, that might be him taking a lot of excuse of looking at the variety of women, and he needs to get more embodied and more present and pay attention to the curve of your thigh, the cur- you know the the mm-hmm. parts of your body that bring variety every time. I mean, you can be with the same person for a decade and still be like, oh, there's a new mm-hmm. curve there. There's a new... But what I would invite, since this is his thing, is mm-hmm. maybe he turns on an adult friend finder for a few minutes and then turns it off and then right. finds the... You know, you've got, to, you've got to use part of the pattern. Or you put an adult friend finder on and right. find that chick that you're into. Oh, my goodness. We still have to go. I would love to spend more time with this question. Um, you can visit my site, sexisyou.com, for more information like you heard on the show, I've Enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Allocadabra. Allocadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, Learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, 
but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 